Hey guys, this is Weston. Uh, I just want to make a couple things clear about this episode before you guys get into it. This is our first remote podcast, and therefore things can get a little buggy, and I also can't use the mic that I have bought for this, which is what I'm using right now. Uh, That being said, once all this COVID stuff clears up, we should be able to get together in person and start recording things. So, for the time being... Things are going to sound a little different. It's going to sound a little glitchy. going to sound a little buggy. Quality's not going to be super great. But without further ado, here is our first podcast together. I hope you guys really enjoy that. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. This is your host, Weston Staggs, joined by Connor Noblet coming in from Orlando, Florida. Hey, guys. And also joined by Joshua White coming in from Kennesaw, Georgia, just a couple miles up the road from me. Hey, oh, Roughneck K Town. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, I sent you guys kind of an overview earlier of what we were going to be talking about. Uh, I know Connor and I are pretty big into a lot of stuff involving horror and Halloween and all that good scary stuff so i figured today we would talk about some uh some horror things which would be pretty fantastic i know josh you're into some of it and maybe not as much as connor and i are but enough to be able to carry on a conversation so uh let's jump straight into it connor what what is your favorite genre of horror like if you were to to talk about your favorite kind of scary thing and then we'll jump to josh after that what what do you think buddy um, I'm into, uh, either the psychological horror or like the kind that's almost like the low quality, like film from home, like a Blair Witch Project or Paranormal Activity. That stuff scares the living crap out of me just because it seems so real, you know, like it just sounds so, you know, it looks so legit and like, like, especially like. Um, you know, like, like with Blair Witch Project, where they're in the middle of the the woods, and it's like they're looking at stuff, but you can't see it because, like, they have like the camera, like selfie style, which I thought was, you know, that that like, like I think like Blair Witch Project is, in my opinion, the scariest movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Really? Yeah. That's a that's a bold statement. Blair Witch is yeah. here. Okay, okay. I didn't jump on board yeah. with that. What about you, Josh? Uh, I don't know if I can put it down to a genre. I don't like... I mean, I, slashers are, you know, classic and good, but I wouldn't go just to see one. I like the suspense and, like, the thrill and, like, psychological stuff, too, where it's all, like, in their mind and something's different and no one else sees it. Things like that. I've seen it, but there's a movie on Netflix called The Ritual, and it was one of my favorite movies, like horror movies, like of all time. It's phenomenal. I highly recommend that. The Ritual is really good. I actually watched that the other night with Wyatt, uh, and it's actually a fantastic movie. I, uh, yeah. I would say if I had a favorite genre, which I'm not even 100% sure that I would consider this specifically a genre, uh, but I would say monster movies. Anything that's got a creature or a very obvious villain that is, um, I don't want to say stylized, but, but something that's very obvious, like 
any kind of monster or Freddy Krueger type character or Jason Voorhees or any of those kind of monster, ghost, whatever kind of thing. I mean, I can tell you right now what kind of horror movies I don't like, too. I really, really, really do not like zombie things. I just... Really? I don't, man. I just think zombies are just the stupidest thing. I've I've never gotten into it. I've never understood it. I I don't know. it. I think the big thing about it was that when I was growing up, The Walking Dead became very big. Um, and a lot of people got into it very quickly. And so everything became zombies. Everything from, you know, comic books to movies to video games. Everything was zombie related. And, of course, there's exceptions to that. I mean, Dead Space was one of my favorite games growing up as well. And, I mean, that's kind of zombies to a certain degree. But I felt like zombies were being shoehorned into everything. Remember, there was a time, do do either of you remember the Marvel zombies when they had all the Marvel characters were zombies for a while? Yeah, they had a whole comic series. Yeah. Yeah. And then Call of Duty. Call of Duty did their whole zombie thing, which actually is fun. That was before Walking Dead, just so you're clear. But that was before the show. It wasn't before the comic, though, was it? Eh, probably not. I'm just saying it didn't spawn from the popularity of Walking Dead like a whole lot of stuff did. There was like zombie cop shows, zombie dramas, zombie this, zombie that. It was a lot, a lot of zombie. But I liked Walking Dead. I watched it, you know, when it came out and I fell in love with it. Nowadays, it's I can't really speak for it, but but I, I don't mind zombies as a whole. There's some good zombie movies out there and some really, really bad ones. Dude, those zombie pornos were just way too much. That was just real weird. That is not where I was going with that. <laughs> just, they spawned some weird stuff with that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, but I remember there was one There was one year where Halloween Horror Nights at Universal, they did an entire year that was just Walking Dead. Like, all of the scare zones and everything were Walking Dead. That's and I feel like that was just would have not been good. I mean, that was like in that was like twenty thirteen, um, and all the scare zones were Walking Dead. So that was like right in the height of Walking Dead like popularity and stuff. So I'm sure like back in the day, you know, back what was that seven years ago now? Yeah. That would have been awesome. But now looking back at it, I would have been like, like I, I'm thinking like that that would have been terrible. I no, I wouldn't have liked that even back in the day. Like I feel like, especially with Halloween Horror Nights, you're really limiting your audience with that because as soon as you create an entire themed, I, I mean, I guess park or event after one single show, you have seriously limited your audience, like to a, a giant yeah. degree. And I don't, I don't remember that. I don't remember when they did an entire Walking Dead area. I, I, I don't think I was into all the horror aspects and the horror stuff at that time. But at the same time, they just no, that would not have been great at all. I'm not sure if they got backlash for that or not. I know that people did eventually because they brought the Walking Dead in so many times, kind of like the Purge, uh, that they did end up having people say, "This is this is a little much. We need to we need to slow that down and stop that." So that yeah, did end up stopping. But I can't blame them. When there's a chance to make money, they're going to take it. That's how Pirates of the Caribbean started. It was the backwards of that. It was just a ride with some people, and they 
freaking spawn that to a massive franchise made you know millions of dollars oh absolutely absolutely i mean you know universal saw a chance with walking dead and they saw a chance with which is interesting we're talking about this already i was we've got a whole segment picked out just for halloween stuff and haunted houses so we'll we'll go into this more in a bit but they definitely saw a chance with that and they took it. They went straight for straight for the money with the uh, walking dead. And then they went for it with the purge. What else did they go for it with? They're kind of starting to do a stranger things. I, I don't know. There's a opinion that's going to kind of piss some people off too, but I'm not a huge stranger things guy. Um, it's not that I think it's bad. I just, I just don't really like it. Um, it's okay. I mean, it's, I've, I've seen the show and I think it's well-made and I like the actors in it. Uh, but it's just not really, not really my cup of tea. Uh, but yeah, I remember, I remember there was that. Um, I think it was the first year they did Stranger Things, so two years ago yeah. now. And everything was Stranger Things. Now, I'm a big Stranger Things fan. Yeah. Um, I you know I binged both seasons and or all three seasons in one sitting. Sure. Um, and you know I loved the houses and everything, but man, it just kind of gets it almost seems like it gets overdone. You know, when everything, you know, the food, the merchandise, you know, everything is the music is all was all Stranger Things. Yeah. You know I mean, I mean, and you, and you know, I'm a huge Stranger Things fan. Like, remember, like this past summer when we came when we came up to visit you in Georgia, we went to the mall. Yep, we did. We did. We went up yep. to the uh, what was it? The Gwinnett Mall, Gwinnett Place. Yeah. Mall? Yeah. yeah. That was actually fun, though. I really enjoyed that. Like, even though I hadn't just really watched cool. the second season, then I thought it was cool to go see everything. Yeah, right. I'm sure we could that, go on. Talking about, I'm sure we could go on and on about franchises and how overdone they get, but I feel like we got a little off topic of horror up <laughs> <bit> there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's <laughs> right. getting there. But uh, let's move on since we're talking about Halloween Horror Nights anyway. Let's talk about Halloween in general. So, Connor... You start us off. You yeah. tell us what are your favorite things about Halloween. What are your favorite things about the spookiest best time of the year? You tell me, buddy. Um. Well, to start, I was always I used to dread Halloween. Like when I was like little, like a little kid. Um, my neighbor, he's like an older guy. He would dress up as a witch <laughs> and have like a little haunt in his uh, in his garage. Like, he would have this, um, like, a boiling cauldron, and he would, like, you know, laugh like a witch. <laughs> and it used to scare the bejesus out of me. But, and then, uh, and then as I grew up, you know, I started watching, you know, the movies and everything. And then I actually ended up working at um, Fright Fest at Six Flags New England. I did that for three years um, so that, like, I never would have went into a haunted house if it weren't for that. So that really kind of opened me up to haunted houses. And now it's my favorite time of the year. Like, I always look forward to horror nights. Like, as soon as, like, <laughs> we're in April now, and, you know, it's like, oh, you know what, soon? Horror nights. <laughs> and then, like, even just going to uh, Mardi Gras at Universal, and they had, like, a tribute store, like they have for horror nights. And the smell, it just smelled like Horror Nights, like the fog and, you know, it just, ha it has a scent now. That's just, once, once you smell it once, you always, every time you smell it, you just associate with it with it. Like we were, me and Maggie went somewhere um, and there was fog and I, I'm like, oh, Horror Nights. 
Like, and it was like in January. <laughs> you, you smell it once and then you yeah, associate right. everything with it. Words to live by from Connor Noblet. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. All right, Josh, tell us your experiences, buddy. Uh, never been super big into the holiday, into the Dia de los Muertos, but I, you know, I dressed up as a kid. And of course, was, for me, it was more about free candy than anything. But it is fun to dress up when you have the time and the patience for it. Since you're an actual cosplayer, it's uh, different for you than just people dressing up in costume. But uh, I, haven't, I haven't really gone out on foot and done it in a long time. But it always is fun. Sometimes I'll go to a friend's house and just sit on their porch and try and spook people or like kids when they come up to get the candy or something like that. Just, you know, just make a chill night out of it. But in general, I do I do really like just watching the marathon of, of old classic horror movies that come on during that time of the year. Yeah, that's it's great. I think anything like that is a is a fun time to have. But I I'm definitely a huge fan of Halloween. I mean, ever since I was a kid, my favorite movie growing up was always Nightmare Before Christmas. I mean, that was absolutely, I watched it, oh my gosh, not during Halloween. I'd watch it just year round. I think one time I had the flu and I watched it 21 times in one week when I had the flu. Good And Lord. so <laughs> I've always been the kind of guy, I don't know why, I'm attracted to the dark, the scary, the... I don't know, whatever the character that comes up that has the all black and the, you know, that's, that's the kind of character I'm into. And so when it came to Halloween in general, or just anything that surrounded Halloween, that idea of everything being dark and scary and, you know, all the characters being that way was just so intriguing to me. And it was so intriguing to know that there were other people out there that enjoyed that. So back a couple of years ago, uh, like Josh said, you know, I am a cosplayer, so I get into the dressing up aspect and everything along those lines. But back a couple of years ago, I actually worked for Netherworld uh, in Atlanta, which is, if you don't know, it's a giant haunted house in Atlanta. And it is amazing. Uh, and I walked in and I remember them asking me, they're like, what do you want to do? Like, if you come here and we can tell you, you can do anything you want, what do you want to do? And I said, well, I'm really used to wearing big, heavy costumes. So whatever you have that is the most uncomfortable thing to wear, that's what I want to wear. And they go, okay, well, I think we can have something that we can work out for you. So they ended up putting me in this witch costume, which... <laughs> I actually called the titty witch. Uh, <laughs> but the the actual name for it was the fungus witch. And it was this horrible looking old lady mask that it wasn't just a silicone mask. It was a silicone chest and a silicone back as well, all attached to a mask. And if you're familiar with any sort of rubbers, don't laugh. Um, what it is, is that... <laughs> The silicone is a heavy rubber uh, and it's very stretchy, but it's heavy. And so it was all attached and it was so heavy and so hot and so uncomfortable, but I would not trade it for anything. It was my favorite thing to do. I would go in there and they put me in the shower 
And the shower had the projection of a really attractive woman taking a shower onto it. And then when people would get close to it, I would actually pop out from behind it. And here's this six foot one, 200 pound old lady coming at you with no shirt on. I mean, it's scary. It's, it's something you don't really want to see. I mean, that's like the straight up kind of frightening. That's the shining right there. Pretty much. Yeah, it was, it was very shining. Very shining. I mean, it was it was straight up a scene like from Connor. Do you remember when we saw the, uh, you know, the Shining House? You remember that part? Yeah, yeah. It was it was almost identical to that. It was almost identical yeah. to that. But and I remember you sent me pictures. I was actually at Halloween Horror Nights when you were. I think it was like the first time when you were playing her. Yeah. And you sent me pictures, and I like almost fell to the ground laughing because you had like your tongue out, and like <laughs> it was it was so funny. Oh, dude! I, had I mean, I could see how it would be so scary though, especially when it's like, oh, oh no, what's what's behind this curtain? And then that pops out like, what, what, what? That's not what I was expecting. <laughs> Well, what was so funny is that it's not what people were expecting and people would <laughs> come in there. And I think my favorite part is that most of the time you'd either get somebody who is terrified because they're terrified of everything or you get somebody who was laughing their head off because I'd come out from that shower curtain and I'd look straight at people in the eyes and I would. Oh, this is so bad. I cannot believe I'm going to say this, but I would grab the boobs on the witch costume. Okay. And I would wiggle them around and I would come straight for people. I go, Granny's got something special cooking for you and go straight for them. And it was. That's awful. It was just, it was awful. And I, you know, I. I can't say that I didn't have a good time with it, though. I remember the the owner of the the haunt came by one time, and he looked at me, and and I pop out with without this shirt on. And he goes, "They didn't cover you up," and I go, "No, <laughs> I didn't really know what else to say." And he's like, "Why did why didn't they cover your chest up?" And I'm like, "I don't know. It just they didn't cover my chest up." <laughs> so that was that was the story. Of the titty witch and if it was a closer haunt uh it's like an hour and a half away from me which really sucks but if it was a closer haunt dude i would i'd be there this year i'd be there working this year it is amazing uh and it is so much fun and the people there are so much fun that's what's so great everyone there is so weird including myself but everybody's weird and uh they know that <laughs> i think that's what's that's what's fun about especially anything when you're dressing up as anybody it's like yeah we're definitely weird everybody else there we're all weird and that's what makes it fun so but with that being said let's transition into our next segment where we're going to talk about haunted houses in general and what you like to see from haunted houses now josh have you ever actually been inside of a haunted I house before have not ever before? been in one i refuse i hate jump scares <laughs> and i feel like those are all jump scares Oh boy. Well, this is going to be a fun segment because we're actually going to use you to talk about the reason why you don't want to go. Oh boy. And then <laughs> Connor and I will talk about the things that we really like about them and the best scares we've gotten from them and stuff like that. So Connor, why don't you go ahead and give us some of your info from when you worked at uh fright fest at six flags and some of the stuff you did and talk about horror nights too, man. Let's talk. 
Um, so when I worked at Fright Fest, there's a character. He actually doesn't exist anymore. There was this day of this haunt in the woods called the Wicked Woods. And it was about this, like the, like the plot of it was there was this old town that was kind of stuck in time, like in like the 50s. Because like this like mysterious force took it over. And it was, it was so much fun. But there was this character that I played called, um, there was this family, the Cleavers. Pa, Ma, and Junior Cleaver. And Pa Cleaver was quite possibly the most fun I ever had it like doing anything acting wise because he was this like he had a giant cleaver that he kept in his pants like the back of his pants and then he'd pull it out to show people and like chase them after them with it but he would have like when I was paw I told the most ridiculous dad jokes like um like uh um oh like like the first year that I did it was when Hurricane Sandy was coming Sure. And one of the jokes, one of the jokes was, "Heard some girl Sandy's coming. They say she'll rock you like a hurricane." Yikes! Oh my god! <laughs> That's a yikes. Um, <laughs> um, you know, looking back at it, that probably wasn't the best joke, considering all the, you know, the devastation that it caused. But this was before, <laughs> so we didn't know any better. Um, but. <laughs> But uh, actually, one of the managers, when I said that joke, he came through and he had to stop and wipe away tears because he was laughing so hard. <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, that was fun. And then, um, uh, yeah, Horror Nights. Like So like I said, there was um, this... Uh, so like working at Fright Fest was really what got me into haunted houses and stuff like that. So ever since I worked in a haunted house, I you know, always wanted to go to Horror Nights. And I remember the Travel Channel every year used to do, like, a special on Halloween Horror Nights. And I remember watching it saying, I'm never going to go there. That, that, that looks terrifying. And sure enough, <laughs> a couple years later, I'm, I'm there. But, um, so I, I see Horror Nights as being the top haunted house. Like, the best. Um, and then there's something that's not so great. Like there's a little theme park in um, Connecticut that was like an hour from where I grew up in Massachusetts. Um, at a theme park called Lake Compounds, it's like a like a sm- small small theme park, and they had this uh, haunted uh, uh, event called Haunted Graveyard, and they um, it was a 45 minute walk through. It was the only they only had one house, and it was this. And you'd walk up the side of a mountain and like all in through all these scenes. The scenery was absolutely beautiful. The acting, not so much. Um, you'd you'd walk through the graveyard and there'd be zombies there, just flat out saying, "Give me your brains." And my brother's just like, "No." <laughs> but, <laughs> but the scenery was absolutely beautiful. And like I said, it was a forty-five minute walk through attraction, so it was amazing that way. But the 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 acting like and there were even people like like the supervisors there that weren't even in costume were jumping out and getting scares and stuff like it was just weird really weird that's that's interesting uh, yeah so you have anything else you want to share i mean we can always talk more we have time but yeah. do you want me to yeah. uh you want me to go ahead and start explaining what i'm into yeah. when it comes to like yeah. haunted houses yeah you can go ahead all right cool so First of all, I've been going to Netherworld a lot longer than I have uh, 
Halloween Horror Nights. Halloween Horror Nights I didn't do until Connor and I actually met each other. That was the first time that yeah, that was I my did. First time too. Yeah, no, it was that was mm-hmm. that was a wonderful time. It was fantastic. But there are definitely some different aspects about different houses that I've been to. So I've been to Folklore, I've been to Netherworld, I've been to Halloween Horror Nights, I've been to Fright Fest. What else have I been to? I feel like I've been to more than that. I don't know. I've done some like little mom and pop ones too here and there. But what I will say about Netherworld that I like, uh, I do really like the theme of Netherworld. I like the aspect of it being kind of a gothic Victorian mansion that's got all different sorts of like almost a more mature haunted mansion in it, I guess is the, the best word for it. It's it's very much so that kind of style to it and very classic horror when it comes to like knights and, you know, goblin things and, and stuff like that. And I think that's one of my favorite aspects of it. Uh, that being said, compared to Horror Nights, Horror Nights, on the other hand, um, I do like Horror Nights a lot. And Horror Nights is a blast to go to. The one thing I don't like about Horror Nights is that they try to rush you through each one of the houses. And I know they have to. I know they have to. There's not really anything you can do about that. But what's cool about Netherworld is that you can actually kind of take your time and go through and take a look at everything. But at Horror Nights, they're rushing you through and stuff like that. And the good thing about Horror Nights compared to Netherworld is that there's so many different themes there. And every year it changes completely, which is also really, really cool. As compared to Netherworld, which Netherworld is amazing, but every year it's it's kind of the same thing, more or less. You know, they move some props around and add some new things here and there, but it's still kind of similar. Um, but it's I mean, it's the best haunted house I've ever been in, hands down. Um, but I do like the aspect about horror nights that if you don't like the theme of one house, most likely you'll like the theme of the next, or maybe the next one, or the one after that. Uh, they're short houses. Uh, they're short mazes, I guess I should say, but they're really, really cool. And, you know, each year it's so much fun waiting to see what each one of those mazes are going to be. Yeah. Uh, I will say one thing about Netherworld. Uh, I have taken three X's there and none of them have been scared. So maybe that's just my test to, you know, (laughs) maybe I should just start taking X's through there. And like, if they do get scared, it's like, Oh, that's a good one. There we go. That that's maybe a good sign. So far signs have not been good. (laughs) Scared. It's like, all right. Well, also don't immediately refer to them as X's before you even take them there. (laughs) No, no, Maybe future girlfriend <laughs> already listing her as an ex is a is an oof. Oof. Let me go ahead and be like, let me take my next ex inside there. And if, well, it depends. It depends because here's the thing: if they're scared, maybe not. If they aren't scared, let me go ahead and take my next ex inside there real quick. Oh my yikes! <laughs> oh, big yikes there! Oh, that's funny. Hey, Josh. So tell us, why won't you go in a haunted house? What is it that's scary? Uh, they're just cheesy. They're just there to jump scare you for the most part. There's not actually like good horror or psychological stuff because you know it's fake from the start. I mean, of course, you know the same with movies, but the characters in them, you know, don't. So what makes it scary is that it's a believable scenario for them. When you're just in there, unless you're with a group of buddies goofing off, it's just a bunch of, you know, 
strobe lights, smoke, and actors and actresses jumping out at you and shouting, which isn't really my idea of a fun time. But, like, there's not anything, in, in my opinion, Connor may disagree, there's not a single haunted house I've been in that's ever scared me. I've never been in a haunted house that scared me. I've never been in, I've never seen a movie that scared me. I've seen a movie that really, really deeply disturbed me. Two of them, actually. You went one with Mr. Uh, Pookie. But, oh my gosh, I yeah, dude, that sinister. movie. Sinister, really, for some reason, it really messed me up sinister and hereditary those are the two movies that really messed me up they didn't scare me i still haven't been scared by anything my my whole concept is that real life is oh i'm sorry did you say they didn't scare you? you no way uh, can no i share way. a story yeah. from when we watched that movie <laughs> oh my gosh yes uh, free, so after gosh. that movie when we went to bed uh weston wouldn't turn the lamp off to keep the lights on, so we could go to you know go to sleep. And and he, his mom comes out like Wes said, just turn the light off. And he goes, "I swear I won't sleep with the lights off, Mama." <laughs> he was so scared of that movie. Okay, but let's explain the difference between now. I'm not trying to offend myself here because I will gladly make fun of it. Was pretty great. I mean, I was a little I bit scared that... too. But I mean, I wasn't gonna like sit there and keep the lights on. I keep the lights on anytime I'm disturbed by anything. It doesn't matter if there's a movie. It does not matter. If I'm disturbed by something, I keep the lights on when I sleep. It's not because I'm scared. Like, I don't, I'm not scared by Mr. Boogie. I'm not afraid that Mr. Boogie's going to come in and do his thing. It's more of an aspect of just like being disturbed by something and just wanting that reminder that everything's okay, you know? And that's why I kept the lights on. After that, it wasn't that that specific character, that specific movie scared me. I think that's a that's a kind of a different aspect, because, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't actually believe in anything when it comes to that. I don't believe in in this demon guy that comes around. And I, you know, even if there was a demon guy that came around, he's definitely not going to mess with me in the first place just because of, uh, you know, my beliefs. So. You know, that's one thing that I just, I've just never been scared by the aspects of movies. I just get disturbed by them, but I get disturbed by them in the same way that you'd be disturbed by something you see on the news or disturbed by something you hear or disturbed by an article or something like that. I mean, even now to this day, this night, there's stuff that really disturbs me that keeps me up at night that unfortunately is very personal. You know, there's very personal stuff that's disturbing to me right now. Uh, that'll keep me up a lot of the night till three or 4 AM, but it's not that I'm scared of it. It's just that it's disturbing and it's unfortunate that's that's the best way I can describe. There's a lot of, a lot of but, exposition to avoid being scared of that movie. <laughs> it was a lot of exposition, I kind of, but I don't know, like, because I can talk about times I've actually been scared of things. Because there were times in uh, North Georgia where we would go up to like North Georgia for a little bit for a festival that at nighttime I was actually scared. Uh, I don't know why. I just something about the country really scares me. Uh, I, I am, Now, if you want to hear something I am genuinely afraid of, the countryside, open fields, trees, 
Don't know why. Don't like it at nighttime. Really freaky. Makes me depressed. I mean, I can understand that. It's just dark and you can't see what's out there because of all the trees. So anything could be out there. And I can get the uncertainty is not very, you know, settling. Yeah, it's it's not really my thing. I, I don't really know why. But Connor, is there anything that scares you, buddy? Scares me like like a horror movie or like, like in general? I would say both. Like, is there any horror movie you've ever watched that scared you? Is there one that disturbed you? And is there anything that scares you? Like, anything out there just in general that scares you? Um, well, horror movies. Um, I mean, like I said before, The Blair Witch Project. Yeah. I mean, have you both seen The Blair Witch it's Project? Been a, yeah, it's been a long time. time. But yes. The, Weston, did you say you had? I have not. Oh, you, oh, okay, okay. I don't want to spoil it then, because it's so good. Do you mind me spoiling it? I mean, it's been 20 years now, so... <laughs> I definitely don't mind. I mean, if you want to go ahead and spoil it... I mean, what about okay. our listeners? So, I'm just kidding. The... Well, our listeners can just pause it or fast forward a couple Yeah, Yeah, um, it's like, you can... I mean, you've had 20 years. I mean, it's been 20 years now. Um, well, there's a part at the end where they go to the house where the witch allegedly lived and that, um, so like one of them, so basically what she would do is she'd kill kids sure. and then she'd turn kids in the corner while they waited to be killed. And, um, the, um, and one of the guys that's like in, it's like three people, one of them goes missing no one knows what happens to them. And then there are two other people that end up at the house. And then the, the like the lead girl that everyone knows from, you know, the shot where like she's like, I don't know, you know, like like the the famous shot everyone knows from Blair Witch Project where she's like looking down at the camera and it's like right in her face. Sure. Um, she goes into the house and the other guy his he's in the corner like against the wall, like waiting to be killed. And like she drops the camera, and that that's what you see, and then the movie just ends, so you yeah. don't know. And then like it says like oh they like these these tapes were found at the site or whatever, and I just think that was absolutely terrifying, traumatizing. And as a seven year old kid when that came out, you know, I'm just catching a glimpse of it when it first came out. Oh, nightmares forever. All right, so here's a movie you guys may not have seen. And anybody out there that is watching this, if you are young, I don't suggest watching it. Actually, I don't suggest watching it at all. Just just a little pro tip from from uh, from Weston. Pro tip. Gamer move. Pro gamer move. Don't watch VHS. Oh, I know exactly what that is. Don't watch VHS. So I got into this time of my life when I was going through some stuff where I got very into very disturbing, very graphic horror movies. Uh, and I found one. I was like, what is the most disturbing, one of the most disturbing horror movies out there? And I found one called VHS. Uh, and VHS is, it's wild. Uh, it's, it's weird. It's a bunch of directors that kind of uh, come together and put together different short horror films. And they're all in these VHS tapes that are inside of this guy's basement. And some of them are really scary. Some of them are super stupid. 
But the main thing is they're very disturbing. That's that's the main aspect of it is that some of them, because they do have to only be like, I don't know, 15 minutes long or so. Some of them end and you're like, holy crap, what what just happened? Where did that come from? Now, they made two more after it. They <laughs> suck. Don't watch either of them. They're terrible. But the first one, the first one's pretty messed up. Now, I... Again, I don't suggest watching it unless you just are, you know, really wanting something disturbing. I mean, if you want to watch something disturbing, sure. Um, I found a few other ones back then. I can't remember what they were. There's VHS. I remember a stupid one I watched. If you guys want to know a stupid one, I watched the ABCs of Death, and it was also kind of an yes, I've film. seen that one. Not not great. Um, I think there were a few in it. That were like okay, but I, I don't really remember most of them being very good. Most of them were really strange, like really, really strange. Uh huh. So it it was weird. But VHS, if you want something actually that's that's disturbing and will kind of mess you up for a little bit, VHS is pretty scary. Uh, Hereditary oh, yeah. also disturbed me, but that was a time when I <laughs> I didn't want to be disturbed. Then I was like, I just I don't want to. Was, my friend was like, dude, it's really scary. And so when I hear really scary. My thought is, okay, there's going to be some jump scares. There's going to be some monsters, there's going to be some demons. I didn't expect to not have a single jump scare and for it just to really mess me up. Like, it, it was just messed up, dude. It was real messed up. And I don't know. There's something very vile and very disgusting about decapitation. It's very gruesome. I mean, obviously, but there's something very... I don't know. It's it's very scary. And the whole movie kind of centers itself around that while at the same time centering itself around cult ideas and like trying to communicate with with things you should not communicate with. And so that kind of messed me up from just a, a standpoint of being like, oh, crap, you know, this feels very real. It feels very realistic. And so that definitely disturbed me as well. Uh, did either of you guys see? What's it called? Midsummer. I have not. No. Okay, so I had I have not seen it yet either. It's it doesn't really look like the type of movie I'd be into, but so I have I know two people that have seen it. I know my friend Alex who's seen it, and one uh, young lady who has seen it. Who I'm not going to mention. Uh, <laughs> and one of them, one of them, I'm not going to say who. One of them was not disturbed by it at all. And we'll just move on from there. And so, and I have heard <laughs> that it was one of the most disturbing movies to come out of the whole year. And I didn't even hear a peep about it other than it's not that bad. <laughs> so we're going to move on from that point. Oh my uh, is there anything else you guys want to well, talk you about cover... just in general? Oh, sorry. Um, can I... Yeah. I was going to say, we got to cover horror but, games. That's a whole huge thing. Oh, yeah, we do have to cover horror games. We do have to cover horror games. Hey, Josh. I mean, I could go start? ahead and start with the creme de la creme, Dead Space. Huh? Huh? Anybody? Huh? I mean, yeah. I I was a big fan of Dead Space. I, I, I don't think Dead Space was... The first one well, the was first terrifying one was and actually made you feel like you were in a horror movie. And then EA just decided to make it an action franchise and just shove it down the toilet. But the first game was phenomenal. 
I think the second was fantastic too. It was a little more action oriented. It was still really good. Uh, but it was it was still really good. I thought, yeah, I thought Dead Space Two was fantastic. I thought that there were a lot of scary looking enemies in it. None of the the parts were as disturbing as the first game, but I think the first game was so fresh and so new and just an idea that hadn't been explored, and yeah. so they kind of went in on that. Which here's something disturbing for you. Um, I don't know how true this is, but I heard at one time that the people, the art department that was doing the uh, necromorphs in Dead Space actually looked at car crash victims for reference for the necromorphs, which is really messed up. And I have no idea how accurate that is, but it sounds like something that would happen. And based on the way they look in the game, probably. Yeah, I mean... Connor, what about you? Huh? Um, for, like horror games for me, probably yeah. one that comes to mind is being really good because I'm not a big like horror game player. You know, I'm mean, sure. more like 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 sports video games to be honest. Um, but like I remember when I was little, the, I think still to this day that one of the best horror games was Resident Evil. That's a, that's three, right? I think that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I just remember that was for like the original PlayStation, and I just remember my brother playing it, and you just saw him come out like the monster, and it's just it's just so scary. I mean, of course, low quality graphics, but it was cool. It was cool at the time. Well, speaking of horror games, I think we all know what my favorite horror game of all time is. Before I even have to mention it. Josh, your favorite say horror game? Before I say it, I mean, I Absolutely. think I know, but I wouldn't consider that a horror genre if I if it is what I think it is. The first, yeah, the Bioshock. first Bioshock was definitely spooky at the beginning, but once you get you know powers and guns, it kind of gets less scary. I would still consider the whole game the atmosphere and everything was so horror oriented. The second one and infinite, obviously not, but the first Bioshock did everything so well because it wasn't big on jump scares or big on, you know, let's make the scariest monsters we can. It was just so, it was messed up because there was nobody there. There was no life. You would, you could tell that at one time, this place that you were at was this thriving well-designed city that you know there were plenty of people and the streets were full and then it had turned into this just abandoned area and anything abandoned is scary it doesn't matter what it is if there's an abandoned shopping mall if there's an abandoned grocery store it's scary it's just how it is so you know watching that and watching that play out was scary to me and you know looking at the splicers, I mean, the splicers weren't super scary, but hearing one off in the distance because you knew, you know, how much ammo do I have? And, you know, like you said, Josh, later on in the game, when you had so many different weapons and so many different powers, that became not an issue at all. But those first couple of levels, like, you know, what was it? There was Welcome to Rapture, and then there was the Medical Pavilion. Those were so scary because you had to conserve on so much ammo and it just felt like that i don't know it was very scary to me the first bioshock i thought the first hour and a half two hours were 
definitely your first encounter with the spider slicer was haunting. Yeah. That was now the first spider splicer. You actually see the first spider splicer? What yeah, as soon as like the first the couple minutes you're down, the game, it jumps right? on you and scratches it. That terrified me as a kid. Yeah, the whole thing shakes. Oh, yeah, he gets like guy straight up dies. Yeah. Oh, dude, no, it wasn't good. That whole, that whole first segment, everything about that was just not good. Not good at all. So. All right. Any other horror games we want to talk about or anything uh, else you guys? Not so much. A, oh, sorry. I mean, I just kind of. Yeah, I, I just, I just wanted to go back to Josh saying that, like, um, like with, um, like hor- like haunted houses and stuff like that, how it's like, um, cheesy and stuff like that. You say that until you go to like something like Halloween Horror Nights, where the attention to detail is just so incredible to where if if it's like a based on like a movie you feel like you're in that movie. Like, they did one about um, the Universal Monsters, which, Weston, I think you'll agree, is the best Hornet's house that we've been through. Um, Oh, yeah. And, you know, in the way, like, they have you snake through, you know, you start with, what, the Wolfman, and then Dracula, and uh, Frankenstein, and Creature from the Black Lagoon. It is, it like just like the way that you just get, like in it. It seems like it's real. Obviously, you know it's not, but like you know, you're like, oh no, dang! Like what the, what what are they gonna throw at me next? Is that real or is that? There were times, Weston, remember where it was like they would just turn the lights on on a mannequin and it would scare us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean. Some of those houses, you know, we're talking about the cheesiness of, of these houses. Josh, we're this year, we're going to take you somewhere. We're going to take you to the Netherworld. We're going to take you to Folklore. I mean, you're six <laughs> foot six, man. You'll be fine. You're not going to have any problems. Like, you'll be bigger than everything inside of there. Like, there's nothing to be worried about. And so you'll have a good time. And that's the thing is that haunted houses, especially ones done right, aren't as focused on jump scares as they are atmosphere atmosphere. And I, I could get into this all day as somebody who is big into writing and the story decisions of movies and, and sets and stuff like that. But atmosphere is as much of a character as any other character in a haunted oh, house or a story or anything like that. Your Yeah. Your atmosphere and setting can make or break an entire situation. If it's a movie, if it's a haunted house, if it's a video game, it does not matter. The atmosphere, the setting. I mean, look at Rapture. Rapture from Bioshock. That is probably, if we're talking about the main character of the game, other than Andrew Ryan, I would consider Rapture to be the main you know, character because it is what people think of when they think of Bioshock. Yeah, I mean, other than like the take that dead, entire scenario, you know? put it in an office building, not scary at all. Take that entire scenario, put it inside of a uh, Walgreens. No, unless you know it's coronavirus season, in which case you know mad people running around tackling you for masks could be crazy. So, speaking of this whole coronavirus thing, here's a question. So, I this is so off topic, but I'm going to mention it anyway because why not? We're we're at 47 minutes. We're almost done. So I found online 
the Batman rebreather from Suicide Squad. And it's actually a functional mask that will protect you, according to the seller. I, I, I don't know, but it looks cool. Is it acceptable to go out in public I mean, wearing that? Why not? Right now. Well, I sent you that I sent you that, that picture of someone wearing a Darth Vader mask. I don't know if that was real, but I think it was real. Look it seemed legit. I saw a guy online, he went to the store the other day in full on clone trooper armor. Like not even kidding. He was wearing full on clone armor. I'm like, bro, there's no clinkers out there. That's not what this is. I mean, didn't he wear that rebreather for about Maybe just 20 seconds in that movie when he just dove in the water. I he so literally like I have not dives in to save water. Harley from water I and has that all literally maybe seven to ten seconds of screen time. I haven't seen Suicide Squad, I haven't seen Birds of Prey, and I have not seen Joker. We're gonna watch Joker eventually. I, I have some have some kind of what's the word for it stipulations for watching you do a whole, before I whole watch it, so but yeah we're gonna do a whole episode on the movie we're gonna talk about in that episode i'm gonna open up a little bit uh not too much but just a little bit about why i kind of have some oh, i don't know what the word is what's the word i'm looking for about 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 uh, uh... wanting to to do something I couldn't. I couldn't think of it. Let's just say you have some emotional ties to that whole situation. Yeah, it's it's not even emotional ties. It's just there's some stuff that I really don't that has kind of held me back from watching it, and it's so unfortunate, especially seeing how big of a Batman fan I am, and the fact that I've got a Batman suit coming, and you know, it's just. It's like, why have I not seen it yet? Every time I sit down to try to watch it, I automatically just go, no, I, I can't do this right now. I, I can't. And I'm living in fear of it, which is re- – there you go. You want to know something that actually scares me? There you go. Watching the Joker movie, that's actually a fear of mine. Believe it or not, here we are talking about horror, and I'm actually afraid of I mean, of I guess, but you shouldn't. You it's just it? a movie, and it's a good one, too. It, it, you should definitely watch I know, and that's what's unfortunate. There are a few things. I'll be honest with you guys. There's a few things that scare me. I'm not going to get into why, but um, but yeah, going to going to Atlanta right now scares me. I mean, well, that should always scare you. Um, watching Joker, going to Cincinnati, all of those things right now, unfortunately, are 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 fears. Uh, and I mean, it's things I'm overcoming. I've already overcome a lot of those fears. I've, I've done things here lately that I absolutely would not have done a month ago. Uh, so those fears are being overcome on a daily basis, but those, for some reason, Joker have not been able to overcome it. Haven't been able to do it yet, but we're going to Josh and I are going to sit down. We're going to watch it. I'm going to overcome it. You should like FaceTime me when you do it and I'll watch it too. Absolutely. We'll turn it on and we'll, yeah. we'll all three yeah, watch we'll it. Watch. Or, or Connor, when this whole thing's over, just come up for a week. I'd, just come up for a week. I'd love to. I'm de- I, And you think I'm joking. I'm being dead serious. Literally, drive up for a weekend. When this whole thing starts, everything starts opening up a little bit or, and everything's okay. Come stay with Josh and I. We'll watch some movies, swim in the pool, hang out. It'll be good. Well, you know, we usually come up. I think we're coming up. We're planning to come up there. Because Maggie's uncle lives in Midtown, Atlanta. Um, we're yeah. coming up, I think, end of July. So I think that's actually when 
everything's supposed to be open back up. Um, so it actually might end up being perfect. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. We'll probably watch it before then, obviously. I mean, if everything's open up before yeah. then. Uh, but either way, it'll it'll be cool. We'll figure it out. You can come up and obviously whenever you guys come up, you guys got to come here. You can't can't just skip oh, over yeah. that. All right, gentlemen. I think that's going to do it for tonight. We'll get back on later and we'll do another podcast. We got to figure out our next topic. Uh, I know Josh and I, like I said, are actually all three of us. We can all three watch the Joker and then talk about that eventually. Uh, Josh and I wanted to talk about the Arkham series a little bit, so that'll be fun. I'm going to do a private one over cosplay just because, you know, I mean, that's kind of my thing. Uh, well, don't do it by yourself. That'd be, that'd be lame. Find another Connor cosplayer and, and do it with you. Car- don't do it by yourself. That'll just be awkward and quiet. I'll f- It'll be just a quiet room with oh, West. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they were going to talk about latex. Okay, I never want to hear that sentence again. I never want to hear you whisper the word latex. That sounds like a nightmare. Dude, when I get my Batman costume done, I'm going to do Batman ASMR. I'm going to get real close to the mic. Where are they? Where are you hiding drugs? Where's Rachel? Oof. <laughs> no, I won't be Oof. saying that. Okay. Uh, uh... <laughs> As soon as I said it, I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> I went all out Dark Knight, and then I'm like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> Never mind. My actual response, let's let's change that around oh, and go, boy. where's Joker? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Where's everyone else but Rachel? Harvey <laughs> Dent. Can he be trusted? Before this gets weird. It's not who I am underneath. But what I do actually not bad defines me. Ah, that's pretty good for Christian Dan. <laughs> What's not bad? Oh <laughs> I can do the Christian Bale Batman voice. I can't really do the Kevin Conroy. I can kind of do one of his lines. The one from Arkham Knight. What is it? I'm trying to think. Oh, oh, I remember. It's when he calls in the Batmobile and he goes evening the odds but i mean even then it's not not deep enough because kevin conroy is just a god among men so all right well let's call it a night now because for the uh, whole batman asmr thing takes off (laughs) dude it's happening watch we're gonna have batman asmr i'm gonna have the finger flutters my latex gloves and the batman suit we need to patent that now Oh yeah, true. And patent Batman yeah, ASMR. Because someone that's listening to this can be like, "That's a good idea. I'm gonna go do it before they do it." And then there goes our million dollar idea. Well, all they have to know is that they can't do that because it's a million dollar Batman's idea. <laughs> it's billionaire Vicky. Millionaire son last year. All right. Good night, fellas. Yes, see you later.